From the hippie killer in uh, Paris Fairgrounds, California. Not to be confused with the city of Paris, California. We just happen to be at the fairgrounds. <laughs> also, not to be confused with Paris, France. That's right. That know. would be a good one. This Although is we are surrounded by a bunch of Franks, but R-R- those are hot dog Franks. I, and, oh my God! There's so much good food here today. Yes. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm your co-host Bob Marshall, and I am Brian Phillipson. Yep. Also co-host, I guess you would say. <laughs> I think the term would really be provost hosting. Okay. We're a provost hosting here. Does we got that... our booth set up. <laughs> Provosting on the booth. Yes. So we are here at the Paris Fairgrounds. We are podcasting um, from a little booth that we rented. We've got uh, the motorcycle sitting out in front right now. And yeah. a whole bunch of books on sale. Leaking oil all over the darn place. People have been slipping in it all day. That's We're going to have right. to get one of those A-frames. Look out for oil <laughs> soon enough. Unfortunately, the new engine is uh, just doing okay. We got a leak or two in it, but yeah. uh, that's not bad for the $400 score I got, so but I can't complain. They're supposed to leak, though, right? That's They're marking their spots? Well, you're right. That's usually reserved for a Harley as opposed to a Kawasaki, but at this point, this poor old bike's just been through the ringer and back. I don't know what else to do with it, Ace. but it keeps going. It got here just fine. I think we beat you all, <laughs> and then some. You were leading the way, though. You were showing us where to go. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The funny thing is, y'all thought I knew where I was going. I had no clue. I just kind of pointed the direction at the dam. And oh, so you weren't just doing figure eights to show off? That was that was you. No, that was that was truly Bob Marshall <laughs> being lost. Now about the, uh, the motorcycle <laughs> leaking and leaving its spots. What you ought to tell people is that it's like. A, a finely tuned SR-71 Black Bird spy plane. Because the thing yeah. with that is that they made it so that it would leak and, like, you know, just gas would come right out of it when it's on the tarmac. When on but the when tarmac. it got up in the air, the pressure would actually seal up all it was the nice valves and, and everything. And it would just it'd purr like a kitten up in the upper atmosphere. And that, it was made like that. So you could just tell people that's what it's all about. You yeah, know? it's only Aerodynamic. One So I'm doing okay. Hey, I'm Bob. Hey, Bob. Mike. Mike, good to meet you. Good, good. Come on, sit down. You want to? You're stuck in us. You got a story to tell us? No. We're just, we're just stealing people left and right. Where are you from? Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Can you tell This is really exciting. We've only had one or two people who actually do automobiles. <laughs> we're, we're a bunch of motorcycle yeah, addicts yeah, ourselves. That's what your girlfriend was telling me. Yeah. Tell, tell us about your car club. Well, it's called uh, Model yeah. Citizens. Yeah. We're uh, out of uh, Riverside. There's a few chapters running around in Texas and stuff like that. Nice. And uh, basically, uh, we like to do uh, good things for people. So once a year, we take on a kind of a responsibility, uh, whether it's uh, donating stuff to a battered women's shelter. Cool. Or uh, getting Christmas gifts for the elderly and stuff like that. So, nice. Uh, our One of our uh, members says we are... Um, Guys that like to do things for people with, uh, what is it, uh, car tendencies. There you <laughs> so go. It's kind of like a way to get us all together, you know, and, and, and do something nice for uh, people around us. And oh, that's time. wonderful. Yeah, it's pretty laid back, and there's a lot of good car clubs here. And, you know, you run into Well, there really people. is. That's my yeah. favorite part about this show. There's actually cars and motorcycles. Yeah, and a yeah. few good things in between. And they also have... Uh, an old van, uh, Rolling Heavy has yeah, an old van yeah. section, and that's always fun to, to go back and see. I mean, I'm kind of an older guy, and 
Yeah, so me too. I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like a lot of my older cousins had vans and yeah. stuff like that. So it's it's nice to see them. Out yeah, here. a lot of us were conceived in vans. Yeah, hey, well, <laughs> I was going to talk about that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I still oh, got some great. shag carpeting on my body somewhere. Now, when but. they start making excursions, okay, in that culture, then I think I'll be in. I'm still in a newer excursion myself. Oh, okay, I haven't gotten okay. into the older van, but yeah. Cool. Soon enough, my excursions can be just as big as a van. I reckon it's a little taller, a little better at off-roading, but yeah, so it works pretty well. It's a shag wagon, <laughs> and it's good for zombie kids. I never yeah. drive the damn thing, so I don't even know. <laughs> Where are you at? Where yeah, are you? Downtown Riverside. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah downtown Riverside. Get to venture out, travel awesome. a lot. I was there last night. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We, we were hanging out. And we go, my, I, I was born and raised there, okay. so I, I just don't know any different. I well, think. Um, yeah, you just kind of get stuck with something and keep going. I like to travel out and venture, so hit the road a lot. But it's always on two wheels, rarely. Unless I'm land speed racing. I do oh, land really? speed racing, yeah. Where, where so do you do that at? That's uh, El Mirage. Okay. We go out there with the SCTA as well as up north to Bonneville. So, yeah, that's yeah. fun. That's yeah, fun. it's a lot of fun. Other I've, than that, I'm on motorcycles. <laughs> have you guys been out here um, every year? or? Yeah, no, this is our first year with a booth. I reckon I've been out here. First time I came to Hippie Killer, we were down in Winchester in a field. Okay. Everybody was getting stuck yeah, in the yeah, dirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was, that was a while back, but before that, I guess it was at uh, Cuddy's dad's place. So uh-huh. I didn't go to that one. So I reckon my first one was probably the third one. Technically, this is the 11th one. So yeah. This yeah. show's been going on for a while. Yeah. You guys been, go to Born Free? Oh yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's always a good show. Um, yeah. Few other good ones. Dependent. Sometimes I'm just out and about racing. What's the next show you're going to? Oh man, I have to look at my calendar. I'm not <laughs> supposed to remember any of that. I, can oh. barely, I almost forgot to come to this one. <laughs> Holy heck! I was getting all excited. I mean, the weather's great. We really should be out riding instead of yeah, stuck at a show. Nice. But tell us about your car, though. Okay, so I have a 1950 Ford uh, shoebox. Yeah, okay. And uh, still working on it. It runs good. Yeah. Drives pretty well. Have you chopped the top or lowered nah, it? No, I haven't gotten into that yet. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, trying to get it to, I'm trying to get it to where I'm not always looking over my shoulder when I'm driving it, thinking what's going to break on it next. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I'm having some uh, disc brakes put in it. Uh, oh, cool. And so that's taking a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, that I was conversion. hoping to have it done today, but it didn't happen. And it's got a solid front axle? Yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. good. It has the original flathead. It's, uh, it's fun to drive. Nice, yeah, nice, it's really nice. It's fun to drive. Yeah. Get you there, not too fast, not too slow. Yeah, Still yeah, get you yeah. there. So I'll probably run that into the ground and then maybe change the engine out once I kill this one. Now, yeah. you're not, if I may, you're 6'4"? 6'8". 6'8"? So, yeah, the whole, the whole chop the top thing takes yeah, a lot of work. me. I'm going to have to lower the seats if I do that. And no, with the I hair, can... you're like 7 foot. I know, yeah. That puts me over 7 foot with my That's hair. That's pretty good. I uh, I mean, I'm 6'2", and I barely fit in any. i got to stretch my motorcycles just to fit on them. I'm definitely going to have to move the seat back, the seat mounts sure, back, and sure. get some more room in there. But for now, I lost some weight, so I, I fit in there pretty good. Good. Good, good, good for yeah, you. Good, good on you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's always a challenge, I reckon, being a little different. For me, it's all back. My legs are short, but my back's tall. Oh, yeah. So it's harder to yeah. harder to fit anywhere, that's for sure. Yeah, it, it, it's a good thing. I mean, I get my kid out there to help me with it, so he, he's enjoying it, trying to get him sparked in it. And he likes the older truck, so that's a good thing. Good. How old's your kid? He's 16. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, good age, yeah. Good age. Yeah, getting him into it. Yeah, he, he's always begging me. He's like, Dad, you got to show me how to drive stick. I don't want to be like, well, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. 
And that's got the three on the yeah, three yeah, hydrant. And he says, I want to learn on your car, not, not you know, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I learned on a stick and, you know, just driving a regular manual transmission, I just kind of like, I moan a little bit when I get in the car. I'm like, uh, yeah. I wish I could just, you know, <laughs> man. Still have the old stick? Yep. Yeah, you're right. The automatics can definitely be a, I don't know, seems like I'm always fighting it a little to get it to do what I want it yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. My old F-150, that I, it's still a stick, so mm-hmm. that's my favorite. People yeah. always go, hey, you have a truck. Can you help me move? Yeah. I go, no, but you can borrow my truck. Why well, don't drive a stick? <laughs> well, I, you're going to yeah. call a U-Haul then. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. It's definitely a different driving experience driving stick. Yeah. It's yeah. More yeah like, I, I think it's more of an extension of yourself yeah. when, you, when you're in a stick. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Having yeah. that relationship of marrying the engine and transmission, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I really enjoy it. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You got more control of the car, and it does become like an extension of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Well, Mike, I gotta thank you for stopping by. Thank you for having that me. That was man. great, man. Right, yeah. You guys have a good day. Oh, yeah, we're having fun. Thank Let you. your car club know we're over here enjoying ourselves. I will. I will. Thank you for You might hear some of your stuff on the uh, on the podcast. Yeah, no right? worries, man. I'm gonna look you guys up. Cool. All right, nice to meet yeah, everybody. Yeah, Bye-bye. enjoy the booth too. Thank you. Because we are, uh, I decided to bring out my older used book collection. I must have a hundred Louis Lamours or Zane Grace. <laughs> Louis Lamour. Whenever I hear that name, I think he's some like French, like suicidal novelist or something, drinking wine and just. Like... I know, right? He did have that <laughs> name. I can't imagine anything more Americana than a French name named Lamour, uh, an old Western that he wrote. Yeah. I don't know. I've got great memories growing up. My dad always had a Louis Lamour in his hand. <laughs> Or something good, you know. I wish I had a dollar for every time I interrupted that man reading, and he never, uh, he never cared too much. He was always okay with me interrupting him reading. Go figure. Yeah. You got one. Well done. <laughs> Everyone's walking by grabbing flyers from us. Yeah. Having a good time. Well, why don't we uh, stop for a minute? We're gonna get a few. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. We're we're packed up next to Bow Monster here. Yeah. So it'll be really exciting to get him over. See if we can have our number one sponsor right. as guest on said podcast. Yeah, so I think what we can say is we are breaking for a commercial break. Nice. Right breaking stay for tuned after these commercials. No, stay clicked in. Stay clicked in. That's right. We're getting we're changing the terminology here. Yeah. Radio does not count anymore. We are podcasting. <laughs> Welcome back. We found Amanda. Just kidding. We did not find Amanda. <laughs> if y'all remember from one of our first and early podcasts, hey, Autumn, how are you? Yeah. What's up? I'm good. How are you ah, guys? What are you doing here? Uh, just come to hang out. Nah? Yeah. Good. You, you uh, intercepted my coffee quest. That's true. That's you were okay. out for coffee and we jumped in front of you saying, hey, <laughs> yeah. come talk to the mic again. Exactly. So it's been a few, uh, a few boy, weeks since yeah. the A-Team. That's the podcast that you were on. We called the A-Team. If yeah, you're that's right. For it. That's okay. right. That was a good one. So how's it been? <laughs> it's been good. Okay. Let's talk about your significant other. Where the heck is she? <laughs> She's currently running through the mud for fun up at Glen Helen right now. What a pile of crap. <laughs> Uh, what the heck? <laughs> I was thinking that today. I woke up and I went, wow, it's such a pretty day. I should just go for a ride. But yeah. here we are it enjoying the show. It is a beautiful day. Yeah. It is a beautiful day. Yeah. Sun's out, in and out, pe- playing peekaboo behind the clouds. Clouds mm. keeping a good cover. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's so cool. good to see you. It's good to see you guys. How was your ride out? It was awesome. Me and Alicia met up at a gas station and just kind of cruised through the streets. And nice. It was yes. a good day. It's nice. Alicia, the other A, yes. who refuses to be podcast. She, we'll get her on here eventually. It'll be triple A uh, next time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm glad 
glad she brought her significant other yeah. as well. So Misty's pretty rad. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> agreed. Yeah. Ah, we're surrounded by good friends. Well, thanks for stopping by and saying hi. Of course. Good to see you, Thank beautiful. you. Always a pleasure. Awesome. I just shook her hand like we're <laughs> that type of friend. We do hug though. Quick. We do hug. It's a hand hug. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. We're really excited. One Miss Beulah May. You might know her from a little podcast called Girl on a Moto. That's me. Is sitting here next to me. One ah. half, one half of Girl on a Moto. Well, some might say the better half, but we're not going to tell Connie that. Are I we? would not say that to Connie. That's her show, so... and I love her, and she's the boss. <laughs> I am so fortunate to call one Miss Beulah May my friend. Good to see you. How are you? I'm good. So you're just telling me you're in the middle of six different books you're reading. Six different books, and two of them you gave me. One is your American Roadrunner, nice. and I've skipped around some chapters just for shits and giggles. Oh, you're reading the pornographic chapters first. I'm trying to avoid those, <laughs> to be 100% honest, because I read some of your previews, nice. and nice. I was like, I felt a little bit of a Me Too moment because right. I didn't ask for all of that information. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm trying to well, like... Some people pay extra for that, and you're avoiding it like the plague. Like, Just because we're friends. That's the thing. That's literally the thing. Like, I wouldn't ask you some of these personal questions, so I think it's super brave that you wrote, like, honestly and, like, in the moment, and I can hear your voice when I'm reading the book. And Amen. so, like, I get it. Aww. But also a little bit was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. It's honest, I'm, and I, and I, I love it. I was pretty reserved. I was trying to be a little you reserved think? with my down low, getting down low with the 411. But I think, uh, yeah, no, it was, if it was written by a stranger, it might be different. But like I said, I literally hear your voice, and I'm so not sure if I want to hear you saying this thing <laughs> in my head. <laughs> well, and that's funny thing, too, because we were chatting about how to do the Audible for it. Mm -hmm. I've got to contract it out. I'm going to be bold enough to say again with uh, one Mr. R.C. Bray, who's my favorite narrator. And he's still looking it over, seeing if it's something he's got time to do. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, yeah, I may just end up reading it myself for the fun of it. Well, when I'm, the one thing I liked about it is like when I'm reading it and like you're at a gas station and then you get on your bike and then you're like back into your thoughts again. It's yeah, like, that's exactly. what happens. It's yes, what happens yeah. when, I, when I'm writing, whether I'm listening to music or whatever, but like, you know, shit just goes on in your head. Right. And this is... So I've been reading Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance yeah, for like person. five years. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> because perfect. it's it's so heavy. It's so heavy. Like I can't I have to like do research. I need to make copious notes. It's really hard for me to get through because I just want to read about the writing stuff. And so your book is more like definitely is more something I can relate to than what he was going through in that You're story. You're so sweet. I appreciate <laughs> you. And I appreciate the good review on yeah. the book. That's great. There you go. What else do you want to know? What else do you want to know, Brian? <laughs> well, first of all, I got to say, it's nice to finally have a face to go with the name. Hey. I always hear about you, and uh, it, I think Bob is always trying to measure our podcast to your own, like, you know. We're oh, different. Whoa. We're different. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we each stay in our own lane, and I think that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, when did you start podcasting, and uh, what made you say to yourself, this is something I got to get into? Well, Connie had a podcast and before, and I would think I was like one of her first or second guests. And for me to do things, I have to like commit to it in writing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
because my word is pretty solid. And so once I said yes, it's like, well, I have to do this no matter how nervous or weird I think this is. Yeah. And uh, so we did the podcast and uh, I listened to it, which I thought that was going to be hard. It was easier to listen to it than I thought. Mm. And then uh, she wanted to do her, her own podcast that had more like more based on writing mm-hmm. um, rather than like the scene necessarily. And um, I just said like, well, if you need a co-host, I'll be your co-host until you find like the person that you need but if you don't want to do this solo I'll do this with you and we started doing it and we just have a good there's like a good back and forth and like she does things a certain way and I do things a certain way so we're both not coming from the same perspective and and I can listen to our own podcast and I enjoy them which is like super weird yeah like wanting to listen to myself I'm like I just heard this conversation but I want to hear it again are we funny are we smart (laughs) uh but yeah, no, I really, um, I enjoy doing it and I have a teensy weensy bit of experience as far as like sound editing and stuff. And because it's only two to four tracks of just like, you know, vocal, like right. I was able to handle some of that stuff on my own instead of having to go into a studio every time. So it's hard to schedule people like my schedule, her schedule, the guest schedule and make sure the studio is open. Right. So now we have more of like a mobile podcast situation and um, we can just do it on our own. We can just set up on our own anywhere. Which can be challenging. Outdoors can be challenging. You never know what's going to happen. So, like, the editing is a little bit harder. It's definitely easier when you're in a controlled setting. But um, as far as, like, putting that all together, it's, uh, I enjoy doing it. Wow. Wow. I enjoy it. I love hearing about your process. (laughs) You know, I'm not sure much about our process. My my wife, Miss Tracy, over there, she's the one who's the sound engineer. Okay. She does everything, and I, I just, she makes me sound better, so I let her no, do her thing. Totally. And I would <laughs> and I would never talk to you about, like, you know, like, my process and what I do. Like, I know a couple of tricks, and I know how to put the tracks together, and <laughs> I just know the basics. Like, I'm not, I'm a, not a professional by any means, but I've listened to several podcasts, and uh, they're not all, like, super professional. It doesn't have to be, like... What do you want to talk about? Right. Get it. Get it out there. Get well, out you there learn by doing. Absolutely. I mean, like you know, studies have proven that <laughs> you really do learn better when it, you know that you're going to have to do it or teach it to somebody else. Yeah. So you know, if you just dive right into that cold pool, you're going to get used to it real fast. Yep. You know, David Bowie, when he first started like playing around with the synthesizers and stuff, they they got him, brought him to the studio, and they threw out the instruction manual. And they're like, we just want to make weird noises that aren't in the manual. <laughs> And that's where a lot of that good stuff that Bowie did came from. They would have never made it if they had gone, okay, so we have to turn this dial and we have to do this and do that. Then you would have gotten the simple, like, Nintendo sounds. Right, (laughs) right. Yeah, no, we're no no David Bowie, but uh, we're doing our thing the the best way that we know how. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? It's that adventurous spirit to just do it, dive in. Yeah. uh, And not be like... How a lot of people are these days, and say, "Oh, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna, I'm oh. gonna write a book someday. I'm gonna do a podcast someday. Yeah. And just, <laughs> just do it." You this know? year, I have like a term limit on that shit. One <laughs> year. If you're talking about it for one year and you haven't done anything, haven't don't done talk it? to me about it anymore. Right. So then we're not interested. Yep. There is no try. <laughs> yeah. You know, you either do or you don't. Yeah. I think Yoda said that. Nice. nice. <laughs> I appreciate you guys letting me take a break. I got to sign a few books. So cool. That's exciting. You're back. I know. Makes me feel good. I'm back. <laughs> Did we ask the burning question? on how the heck is the podcast going for you? Uh, it's going I'm good. I'm a big fan. It's, it's going good. We got some stuff that we want to do. We're just trying to, you know, make the time to fit it all in. We have so it many ideas so and yeah. so many things that we want to do. Um, yeah. So we're just doing it as we can, and I hope uh, our listeners can be patient because we for sure aren't on a schedule. It's not like every Monday we're going to put out right, a podcast. Right. It's, it's a big commitment. 
Well, and you want to do it right, so we want to make sure we're giving a good product. Girl yeah. on a moto, girl on a moto Girl on a moto I'm a big on fan. Instagram and oh, and you can the find things. the podcast anywhere. Yeah, uh, I get it on my Google Play, Spotify. Oh, we're I, on Google Play. I don't know. She does oh, yeah. that part of it. Oh yeah, we're on yeah, iTunes. You're, you're pretty much everywhere <laughs> I am. I just kind of looked up where's Girl on a Moto, and that's where I need Damn to be. Damn you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have a little different format. No, absolutely. And that's what I think. No, no, no. That's, and that's what I think is great. Like, there's room for everyone. We're talking about the shit that we want to talk about. Yeah. Like, and the perspective that we want to come from. I really, my hope this year is to um, kind of narrow that focus down a little bit more. I think at first, sure. we're like, we're going to talk to all the people that ride motorcycles all the time, everywhere, all the things, all the companies. But ah, it's like, right. and that's and that's great. And uh, everybody that we've tried to talk to has been super supportive and is like down for what we want to do. But I think oh, um, yeah. if we can focus more on like the feminine side, the the, the lady point of view of writing. I think um, you need. I think you need to be sexist, and I think. No. I think the environment and or the people who listen to podcasts are ready. <laughs> they want to hear from women, women who ride motorcycles. Yeah. Absolutely. I just want to be encouraging. I don't have like a huge message necessarily. I think from my perspective is just, um, I want to, it was really important for me to meet other female riders because we kind of have, you know, similar experiences and definitely just want to aim it that way of being um, accepting. And yeah. there's another word and it's, like I want people to do it. What is not like accepting? What else is it like? Come with me. Yeah. Come do these things. Encouraging. Well, want I want to encourage, yeah. and I don't. That's still Empower. not the right word. Empower. Empower seems to be a yeah. good new word. Like, e- just do it. Power. Just do it. Amen. And uh, if you have a question, ask us because we probably had those same questions and maybe didn't say them out loud, but maybe you know we've answered them by now. You just see that little three-year-old girl that ran through here with her vest on. She's all excited to hang out. <laughs> Every, everyone's got their biker costumes on today. Yeah, uh, no, we're all dressed like pirates. <laughs> Mikey would say this is Renaissance Fair for bikers. Exactly. <laughs> Mikey was, as usual, would be very correct. <laughs> he was, he was, he is Where's the big turkey legs? I want to get one of those. <laughs> right? I know, right? That's the only thing we need. Ren Fair for bikers. Uh, yeah. Welcome to Hippie Killer 2019. <laughs> uh, we, we can get our ass kicked by someone. Oh, come on. I'm sure. There's no real bikers here, right? We're just all in costume. Yeah, pretty much. I just like to dress like a biker myself. Yeah. In fact, Bob pushed and his bike And smell like here. a biker. No offense. Just kidding. Yeah. I like to smell like a biker. Uh, I did just light a cigarette. Got my coffee. I know Beulah Authentic. was here, so I lit a cigarette. Uh, anything else? Uh, How are let's we doing? Think. What's going on? What's next for you? Oh, for me? Yes. Well, uh, you know, we've been having a lot of fun sharing the message of story sharing. Okay. And that's what it's been about. How do we get the telltalers? to tell their tales, uh, be it podcast or be it Rattan. So we've had a few good Rattans come in, which is nice. I really enjoy editing them. Mm-hmm. I just posted one by one Miss Annette Durth, the uh, cross-country yes, motorcycle rider. I read, rider. It. I read yeah, that one. She did, she did really good. And, it, you know, and it's great to have it on. Um, I was just in Cycle Source magazine this month. Mm-hmm. Got an article in there for American Roadrunner, which is a lot of fun. And, you know, anytime you set out to do this, there's always, I want to say there's a level of vanity and how much vanity are you into? Uh, naturally, I race. I don't mind sharing my story of racing. And for me, it's how do I get other people to be okay with the idea of racing or pushing themselves, pushing mm-hmm. their motorcycles. Curtis Morgan, ride one can a day. You know, that's a lot tangible as opposed to the 3,000 miles I did mm-hmm. in less than two and a half days. That's a little maniac. above and beyond. So, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of maniac. It's almost <laughs> self-destructive, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but doing it on a scoot that I put together, rebuilt, was extremely rewarding. 
So whatever the rewards may be for people with motorcycles, whether they want to wrench on them, whether they nope. want to just no, ride on you. them. No, no. <laughs> just ride. <laughs> just ride, just thank have you. A good time. You know, and that's what it's about. You can do it any way you want, but so many people need to find that extra something in their lives. And for me, it just happens to be, by the way, two wheels yeah. and expressing it through uh, clicking away on most of my book I wrote on my phone, you know, wow. turning it into words. But I've learned it's pretty uncool. Like, who the hell writes a book anymore these days? It's oh, quite okay. uncool. <laughs> but I'm having a good time with it, as usual, as I do the most blazing, uncool racing Blazing in the your road. own trail. Yeah. Doing yeah, your yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Don't, you, I don't think mm-hmm. anybody needs to apologize for that. That's, that's a good one, too. Do. That's right. Just you it. just got to rock it and run with it. Yeah. You're so good. It's cool so man. good to see you. <laughs> you know, I I like, you I know like, you're the love of my life. It's right? true. He wrote it. He wrote it in his, in my book. That's right. <laughs> right. Your copy of, yeah, that, that book, American Roadrunner. It's oh, true. It's so good to see you. Is Connie coming by or what? Uh, I heard maybe with the kids mm. later. Yeah, it'll be That'd a family be day for her. It's to be yeah. a lovely day to bring the kids out. Last year, not oh, so much. It was like 9 million degrees, but this is right. a, a rad day. This is above yeah. our, any expectation we could ever expect. Yeah. It's Southern California, though. It's usually pretty nice. Yeah. We got it blowing off. Beulah, thanks for stopping by, okay. darling. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs> we did it. And also with you. And also with you. Very excited. <laughs> nice well, and excited. Welcome back to the Hippie Killer at the Paris Fairgrounds. We have a very special guest here right now. Bob, would you like to introduce I'm our guest? I'm absolutely sure it can't get much more special than this. We'd like to welcome one Mr. Bow Monster, creative artist, talent, Yay. and the man who puts up with the immature amateur uh, efforts <laughs> of myself. Special, did you say? Very, very, very special. Bo, <laughs> oh, good to have you here. Thank you. Good how's to be here. It, yeah, how's the show going for you? Show's great. Show's yeah. great. I like uh, selling my stuff, of course, but you know, just talking to people who create and paint and weld and ride—it's fun. Yeah, I, I really yeah. get inspired just being here. What um, did you get to unleash some new art lately on the world? You know, people always want to know what's new, yeah. so I always feel obligated to have something <laughs> new. Other so, than American Roadrunner. That's that's almost the newest thing I've done. That's, that's really, cool. That's really true. But, but uh, yeah, a part of being here is, uh, you know, sales is important. Yeah. And if I judge a good show by good sales and uh, inspiration, creativity, cool. the people I talk to, the contacts I make. So this is one of those shows that, like, operates on all four or five cylinders at the you know yeah. it's a good show yeah well by said. any measure well and it's nice that there's cars as well as bikes because you're not just out etching all the cool inspirational art of our generation for bikes it's uh cars as well yeah are you Engines. talking about me that's talking about you very important yeah. the whole generation of us will you know remember it's true monsters are. everybody likes everything i'm pointing out because i would come out here to a you know a hot rod show and i'd have some bikes dirt bikes choppers and people would buy it i go to a chopper show and people buy hot rods and yeah, i go to a hot rod show or custom car show and people are buying vw bugs and vans and trucks the, the subject of the art that i do and uh it just made me realize that it's wide open in terms of what i want to create what yeah. i want to scratch in my case but everybody likes everything which is cool yeah yeah well uh i've been having a lot of fun because i'm under the impression some people might just buy my book because your artwork's on it 
<laughs> they do buy the book by the cover. Right. They're you like, can judge this book right. by the cover. You can. Right? It's got some great art. Well, people think that they're opening it to see a uh, Bow Monster coloring book, and they're very dissatisfied with. They're they actually words. words. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Well, I like the book. I read it too, by the way. I dug it. Yeah. That yeah. Great. That it's was quite an honor. I think you read it in like two days. I mean, you were flying. Yeah, I don't usually read that fast, yeah, but you I got absorbed into it. <laughs> All well, 87,000 words. You sent me uh, like maybe chapter one. Yeah. Because when you asked me to, to consider uh, creating the art for the cover, uh, I wasn't sure, but when you sent me the book, then I was sure. Nice. So that nice. was fun. That was a lot of fun for me. Well, that was a lot of good inspiration, and I don't mind uh, telling the story about it. I had uh, needed artwork. And so I kind of put it out to a few local artists that I knew or tattoo artists like, hey, I'm looking for this, maybe something like that. And then eventually you just kind of get to the place where you go, I'm just going to shoot for the stars. And I've got all this guy's art in my bedroom, throughout my house, whatever. I'm just going to ask this guy named Bo. And so mm -hmm. I remember I just sent you an email and said, hey, I'm, I'm doing this. Would you be interested? And you went, yeah, well, that sounds cool. Yeah, send me. And then you sent me this rough draft, and I went, oh, man, I don't care what this takes. I need to get this. I need to have this man's my new best friend. And anyways, you've been very generous. I, I, have, to, I have to tell people. I mean, there's been many times I've, I've called you thinking, oh, I'm going to just call Bo and ask him this quick question. And two hours later, we're still on the phone like yeah. a bunch of old ladies. Uh, no, good conversations we have. But yeah, you know, most artists are real flaky. We like talking about the art, but yeah. actually doing the art, oh, yeah. you know, it helps having a deadline. It helps having an author in this case with a book that's done. So yeah, I put a little bit of the pressure back on to deliver something kind of cool. And I liked your story. So well, and I remember I had to do the final edit, and you were like, okay, well, I've got the artwork ready. So as soon as you get that final edit and get me the actual, I think we we're waiting for the spine sickness. That's there's so much production that goes into this. Well, I, I thought I had a deadline. Yeah, so right. that's what got me. That's now, what got me. Now, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Bow Monster, I'm I'm really interested in your creative process. Now, I oh, did hear yeah. I did hear Bob mention etching, and you know, looking at your artwork, it does look a little different than all the other stuff out there. But then, when I heard about your process, I was fascinated. Can you tell us a little bit about that? You know, my art is uh, the medium is scratchboard, and I'm scratching with a knife on a black ink board. And uh, a lot of people will tell me that they did a piece of scratchboard in high school art class. And I that's did. actually. I did, yeah. That was my yeah. story, too. People will tell me they did one and they liked it and they never did another one and they still have it. I honestly hear that a lot. Yeah. And, uh, and that's my story. And, uh, you know, I was making uh, black lines, I'm sorry, white lines on a black computer screen once. And I thought that looks like that scratchboard medium yeah, that we stuff, did in high yeah. school art class. And that got me interested because I always remember liking the effect and liking the look. I hadn't done it since then. Right. So I actually got a piece of scratchboard, did some motorcycles, did some hot rods and did some, you know, kind of things. It's fun things that I liked and uh, posted it online in some art forums. And it was other artists and other people said, you got to develop this. You got to get this out in front of other people. So it's an old art form that was forgotten. And, and it's fun to bring it out and share it with people and to create it. So the process is a little bit, it's a lot like a tattoo where I spend a lot of the work, right. effort, a lot of the time rather, uh, creating the design mm -hmm. and then you know transferring just an outline shape to the board. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I just start scratching and I'm scratching in a way, I'm thinking about the way light hits 
objects and hits things and creates yeah. shadows. So I scratch where the light hits and I leave the shadows alone to try to keep it simple in my mind, my yeah. approach. But it's really, what I do is is basically high school scratch board. <laughs> That's my medium. Now, I'm going to get kind of wishy-washy and get all spiritual here. Now, some artists that do uh, similar artwork uh, talk about the artwork like it is something that's already there and they're just uncovering it like dinosaur bones. Um, huh. And then other artists talk about, no, this is exactly how it came out in their mind. What, uh, what is your inspiration and how do you see uh, what your artwork looks like before you actually put it down? Does it develop as you do it? Well, I, most of the work is put into the pre-planning of the actual scratch board, for one thing. Conceptually, I love that you can go places on the motorcycle, places you can take the hot rod, uh, where you can drive all these cool vehicles. And so I want to put them in situations and in scenarios and yeah, scenes that yeah. are just fun, yeah. you know? And so all my work, I want to bring a smile. I want people to appreciate the irony or the satire or the yeah. craziness of it. So. There's plenty of good people that can do, uh, plenty of good artists that can do a, a well-drafted piece of art. Mine is not well-drafted. I'm getting better at it because yeah. I do, you know, one or two a week and uh, and just stay in practice. But what I'm finding is my line quality is getting better and better. And I start, some of the pieces I'll do look so realistic, like a, a reflection in glass or metal or whatever. I'll think, I'll be impressed that I did that, that my hands created that. But I think... Wait a minute, that's not my goal. My goal is not to do something realistic and lifelike. I want it to look like almost like a, a kid in high school did it who could draw really, really good. Ah. I want it to be have character and and and, uh, and be light. I don't use any straight edges or, or, or tools to do it. It's all freehand. Mm. But uh, my approach really is I want to bring a smile. Okay, that's very cool. So I, I think had, you answered my next question, which yeah. I was going to say like, do you use a model or do you look at a picture and then kind of uh, do your, your picture modeled after that? But it sounds like you just go from what's in your head, right? You know, it's funny when we're on the phone, and I do this a lot with Bob oh. because he talks so much when he calls me. <laughs> yeah, but I, I make notes, like little small thumbnails in the margin of a scratch. You know, it's a little piece of paper. I'll make a little little you know note on a margin, and I save them. I've got a file of small drawings, <laughs> a, a big file of small drawings. That's great. And then when I get in a rhythm or I just start thinking about, you know, deserts or beaches or, or highways or bikes or chopper, whatever the... The, you know, the, the, the subject is that I started thinking about, I'll look through my file and I'll remember, oh, I had a cop behind a billboard. I want to check that, you know, I have these ideas. Mm. And then I start uh, creating the design from that small thumbnail, mm -hmm. I'll redraw it. And oftentimes that small thumbnail had a, char had a, had a, uh, a character about it that I really liked, uh, perspective, composition yeah, yeah. and I can't recreate it by really thinking about it so I'll take the small thumbnail blow it up larger and it'll be pixelated and it'll look yeah. bad small to big but then I can redraw it based on the original thumbnail that was huh. small so then from there uh, like I say I'll, I'll tighten it up and kind of get it to where I like it yeah. transfer just the outline shape to the board mm. yeah I know I was really impressed how it went from I think what you originally sent me uh, you know, to everything. And I think that was the big trick that I, I really needed a friend in what I was doing because I've got no artistic backbone. I've got no, I can't draw. I can't let alone conceive what you do. So I, obviously I'm such a big fan. I, I own many of your lithographs and shirts and 
whatever else. But thank you for supporting yeah. an emerging <laughs> artist. I've said many times to Bob uh, Marshall. Yeah. Well, I it looks really good around the that. house next to all my <laughs> yeah. motorcycle parts. I kind of and you know what? Everywhere. If I can comment about your art and the book, it, it's interesting that uh, your artwork is like the closest depiction of American uh, Americana. You know, Amen. in recent history, Amen. and then the book is called American Roadrunner, and they complement each other so well because they they celebrate, you know, life, liberty, and the American way, and and I, I hope people recognize that and want to absorb that that you know your artwork, the motorcycle, the book, everything is about uh, uh, the American culture and and what should be celebrated about us. I think Americana is a good description. My yeah. my work has a real '60s vibe to it, yes. and it's like. Jim Phillips and Grateful Dead and Ed Roth and Stanley Mouse and Rick Griffin. Agreed, agreed. I mean, I, I love all that old album art and I love everything from that time period. And for myself, being a little bit late to the party, I've only been at this for like, you know, seven years, really. And so when I got here, a lot of the artists, or even at the show, were here when I got here. Right. And they already established styles and subject matter. Right. And I, and it, which is good because. When you see what's already been done and done well, you know to do something else and be original. Yeah. And so yeah. Like, why be the next guy that draws monsters driving cars? <laughs> there are a lot of other guys that do that really, really well. Yeah. So don't yeah. be the next guy driving, drawing monsters driving right. cars. So for me, it was like finding my own, you know, what I like, that whole 60s vibe, like I say. And then, of course, scratching it gave it a different kind of a look. Well, and there's got to, you've got to have, I mean, maybe 150 different you know, cars and scenes. I, I wouldn't even maybe 200. I don't even. It's oh, from my personal library. Yeah, how, how much yeah. work you've done? How much is on your website? How much I've seen your booth? Everything's original. Everything's. There's got to be 150 different <laughs> scenes. There's something for everybody. That's for sure. Well, and in I, that case, when are we going to see a coffee table book by you? Something that's going to have a collection of a lot of your artwork that you can sell for $100 to all the uh, the hippies that we're yeah, killing at this one. event. Can I get one? Yeah, thanks for the pitch, Brian. I am working on I am working awesome. on a book right now, as a matter of fact. Good. I'm working on one for myself, and, uh, and my father, who's passed away, was mm. also an artist. And I'm kind of going through all his work, and I'm scanning it and having a lot of fun yeah. writing about that. And like hot rod stuff from the mid-60s. He was like an animal, you know, mm. just dragsters and and willies gassers and and the v8 motorcycles like all this crazy stuff so so now i'm in kind of a like a, a book mode i'm making two books right now that's so, great father yeah. figures are really important in in uh everything we do you know well he I also we did a lot, a lot of riding i know you've sent me some good old that's pictures right. of him that's he right. was cruising around on the cx 500 he was one of the well i think you'd say somewhat original on-road off-road do sport type guys i mean he yeah, he um, he passed away. It was at 84 in 2015, and like the month before, as always, he'd go to the desert. Yeah. And his little uh, little Honda CRX, a little three rail trailer, single rail trailer. Yeah. And uh, and ride around the desert, a little like 125 <laughs> Kajiva, and uh, you know, long gray beard, and that's and, great. Uh, just out there, and he'd take a sandwich and a thermos of coffee by himself. Right. And right. Uh, that was living. my dad. He was a, he was a rider, and uh, and that's just, so cool. He just loved it. Yeah. Oh, I get so excited. excited. Yeah. I get so excited hearing those stories. Hang on, we got an old 45 cruising map. <laughs> Nice. What, what's your favorite vehicle to uh, to uh, draw? You know, it, it it's it's hard to have a favorite. It's yeah. like 
like it's like walking around and you know I can get into Model A's and I can get into 32 Fords, I can get into 51 Chevys, I can get into 64 Impalas, I can yeah. get into you know 50 Fords and it really I, I like it all to be honest with you. So I guess the better question is what have you not done yet that you're looking forward <laughs> to etching? <laughs> what what model car would you like to do next? Well it's funny I did some trains recently. Yeah, trains in the that's desert right, are that's awesome. Right. That's you know, some next like level super chiefs and like those original you know, steam locomotives and, yeah. and, uh, that, that built the West. And so I, maybe I'm probably more into trains right now than, <laughs> than, than anything. But yeah, you can always awesome. do speeders, too, those small little... You know what a speeder is? So my dad was into these things called speeders. And the old maintenance guys on the tracks used to use them. So if you think of a train that happens to be a little smaller than a Volkswagen Bug, that's what a speeder is. Is it and that thing with boxy. the teeter-totter thing that they cool. have to, like, Well, instead they have, forth? like, three-cylinder diesel engines, okay. and they just cruise along a few miles an hour, so the maintenance guys they run the, rail, the, the oh, tracks? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they run right on the, the tracks. Track. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And you could get, like, little cars to pull behind. So he was in, like, a speeder club, and, and, you know, one of those crazy things my dad was into. But they're really square and boxy and ugly as sin, so I don't know how you draw them and make them look cool. But uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to send you some photos of them. They're, they're pretty funny. Well, we sure are excited about the books coming out. It'll be nice to have a good collection of your artwork all in one place. Mm -hmm. Well, it fits, you know, and, and part of my strategy as an artist to get my stuff out in the world, I want my art on up-and-coming bands. I want my art yeah. on up-and-coming car clubs you know, up and coming companies and a book, you know, it, it, that, that, you know that you wrote, that you self-publish, that you're putting yeah. out there on your own. I really appreciate that. So it's like connecting my art to new things and new emerging things is really my strategy and my goal right now. And just kind of, it's kind of fun to ride everybody else's wave basically. Yep. So Yeah. Well, I've learned too. It takes time. I mean, it takes time to get your story out there and get your art out there in your case and you've been at it quite a while definitely so. a market out there for book covers i mean so many people do you know the graphic design on the computer and you know i i think that that's something new that a lot of people would appreciate that's awesome well and yeah. there was a lot of creativity behind my book cover if i may be so vain the roadrunners got a wonderful lizard in its mouth which is always <laughs> positive yeah everything about my motorcycle he captured absolutely to the t uh, I like that I, I, I'm built as I'm built, the protagonist of it. I couldn't imagine myself ever looking so good. My mother was <laughs> extremely impressed, by the way. She thought, boy. But my favorite, of course, is all the bullshit I'm leaving on the road flying off the back. And you know what? I'm into symbolism, so I try to pick apart every single thing coming out the <laughs> right? back of your bike. And w and what does that mean right, to right. Bob? Huh? Why is that chainsaw there? Why is that dead fish there? <laughs> right. It's and all about survival, and it's always all about, uh, you know, there's always somebody faster than you, too. I think oh, I had yeah. that in mind when I there was There are so many people faster than me. That's a funny thing about writing this book is that there are people who are absolutely much faster than me. I am nowhere near the best. I just enjoy showing up, having a good time, and competing. Yeah. In this case, you know, racing uh, chopper across country and, you know, less Enjoy than two and a half days. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoying the view, uh, trying to work through being tired. How much coffee can my body handle? How can I? Anyways, <laughs> you captured it wonderfully, my friend. I just, I couldn't they, be They more work well together, I got to say. I'm really proud of it. Well, and you got uh, the new artwork out as well that we were just able to release at this show. The new American Roadrunner protagonist symbol coming out of the page on that sticker mm -hmm. and oh, such. Right. Man, it looks really good. That was uh, terribly exciting. My most exciting part is 
I think you sent this to me maybe a month, month and a half ago. And we were kind of keeping it under wraps until you finished it up. And I said, you know, I got to tell you, Bo, sometimes I write stuff across the knuckles of my gloves so I know they're my gloves. <laughs> and I bet you American would fit across this protagonist's glove here. And you did it. Yeah. I was oh, so, yeah. I actually did something freaking creative and it worked out. I'm not used to that. I'm used to just leaving all that up to Bo. So, no, yeah, I'm really excited. I don't excited care where good that. ideas come from, I <laughs> steal them from. Anybody. Steal them, take them. <laughs> well, for everybody listening at home, where can they find your artwork if they want to look at it as they're checking out this interview? Check out bowmonster.com. Okay. I'm on Instagram, The Bow Monster. I'm on Facebook, The Bow Monster. But the website is uh, the full library, uh, full gallery of, of my art right now. That's great. Oh, yeah. And the book coming out soon, forward by Mr. Bob Marshall. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm excited about the book, too. So. Yeah. Well, it's nice that your website will have my book on it very soon That's as right. well. I'm pretty cool. excited right. about that. We have actually, Bo and I have a few other exciting things we've been talking about. We're not ready to be public about yet, but hmm. soon enough. All right. Yeah, we're, I'm very fortunate enough to call this man my friend. Cool. Lucky us. How's it feel to sponsor a podcast? <laughs> Am I a sponsor? Oh, did by you, the way. Did you say that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Every single podcast we mention you. <laughs> oh, we mentioned the heck out of you. Well, we're big fans. Well, so it's kind of funny sitting here talking, all these people wheeling by and right. rocking by and what the motorcycles heck are those passing doing? and hot rods <laughs> in the background. And so this is a little different. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're having a good time. We appreciate your good stories and, of course, your good art, Mr. Bo. We'll let you, you get back to your booth. And well, I see some people in my booth. I got customers. Yeah. Right. Get out of Customers <laughs> before friends. That's right. <laughs> we'll see you, brother. Thank Thanks. you, guys. Thank you, Bo. That was awesome. All right, let's rock and roll. Very excited. One Miss Candy 1200. Okay. Congratulations. Hi. Thank you, thank you. You've won the award. For seven-day-old seven baby at that's a motorcycle right. show. That's right. <laughs> more importantly, a baby who's not mine. So there that's really exciting. <laughs> yes, so one Miss Harley. Harley June. Wow, you did really good. Thank you, I'm not going to lie. She's real pretty and looks nothing like me. And she doesn't look like me either. She looks like her dad. She looks just like her dad. And that's pretty exciting. So uh, I happen to have uh, just signed a book. Yes. For y'all, but you had me make it out to her. Yes. I'll read it to her at nighttime. There you go. <laughs> you might want to skip chapter 8, chapter 12. We'll just okay. skip some of it. Y'all All right. Know I'll read a little before. Read a little before. <laughs> there some you of go. it may be E-rated, which right. is explicit in our in our world term. Yes. So, you ready to get back on a motorcycle? I'm actually on a motorcycle now. Really? My sister. Is there Harley on the back? Or? No, my sister brought her and I rode in. No, you didn't. Yes, I you did. You just gave birth seven days ago. Oh, wow. Holy <laughs> fuck. Stampede approved rocks. High five. Right, high five. Jesus, this lady. This bringer is a comfortable ride. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, I don't even know. I've never given birth myself, but. I'm good. You're good. As long as I can keep it up, then I'm good. So you had a good ride in. Yes. We don't live very far, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's amazing. We were just hanging out two weeks ago, and I know you were as big as me then. <laughs> I was ready to pop. I was over it. She yeah. was over it. She came three weeks early, so I think she was ready to come to Hippie Killer. She was ready to get that's great. <laughs> so so did you did you take a break from riding a motorcycle while you were Um, I stopped riding at about four months. Okay. And then from four to nine, I just chilled yeah. and just missed my bike every day. Yeah, and now I'm back on, and actually I want to start flat track racing, so I'm Perfect. getting my bike ready. Really? Yeah. Awesome. What do you ride uh, on the street, and what do you ride when you flat track race? I have a 94 Soft House Springer okay. that I ride, and a 76 Yamaha dirt bike. Cool. Are those the only two bikes you ride? 
Uh, yeah, for now. <laughs> for now. For now. Give I want to. I want a Dyna. Yeah, one leads to two, life. and two leads to too many. That's yeah, what I hear. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I need something for long distance now. I don't trust the Springer. I can't believe how your sister cruised out with your baby. She's my you. chase vehicle. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's all smiling. She brought her daughter. You got the whole family. I do have the whole family. You're it's rocking. a family affair, right? Apparently. Yeah. Apparently, apparently. Yes, yes. Well, I'm glad, you know, I got to buy a few cookies from your niece a little while ago. There you go. Your sister She's was a kind cutie. She's going to ride one day, too. Let's hope so. Right? Let's freaking hope so. <laughs> so when are you going to start flat track racing? Let's get down to the numbers. Uh, like next year? The only one that, no, this year. The only well, one year. that you can practice on is Milestone. Well, there's Milestone, there's Paris. But Paris says they don't let you practice Oh, really? It. It's oh, okay. Only I don't, yeah, I just hit a Milestone myself because I'm right there. But. Yeah, I heard it's a little too pebbly for you know, you gotta beginners. work around it all and just have a good time. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that's where we were when uh, Miss Connie over there, <laughs> Connie and Al are here. When uh, Miss Connie with Girl on a Moto crashed right in front of me and I almost ran her ass over. On flat track? Yeah, we, yeah we were Milestone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was on my. Uh, that Rebel that I'll usually set up to race cross country, that little Honda Rebel. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was on my other Rebel right behind her, and she crashed in front of me, and, boy, I got real close. Yeah. There's nothing scarier than almost running your friend over who's on your back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. Not only am I running my own bike over, but I'm running my dear friend Connie there over. There you go. That, that would totally suck. Yeah. But, yeah, oh. I, I do want to get out there soon. I just need uh, new tires. Yeah. Well, take yeah. your time with it. Figure out what you like. Yeah. Fun. You're gonna have baby stuff to pay for for a little while. Too. I know, that right? Adds up. <laughs> we'll have to get your sister in as a crew chief. It's like diapers or, or flat track tires. Yeah, right yeah. I be. think she'll be all right in Wait like some cloth. <laughs> but just let her run around the track naked. She'll there be fine. You go. It all works right. in. I can't believe she's asleep and comfortable and not she's, yelling and screaming. Nope, she's used to it already. We have her already in the garage starting the bikes up. Good. Letting good. her breathe in that two-stroke. Just kidding. Nice. Right. Get her used to it. Uh, well, she's a cute one. Thank you. I well appreciate on, it. Yeah. So come Christmas, baby going to get the little uh, Harley leather vest oh, and everything. God. Like her dad. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Since she looks like him. But they grow out of them so fast, so you got to get the ones that like expand with the zippers. There you go. Oh, with, with, mm -hmm. with the little nice. ties <laughs> nice. on the side. Yep. Nice. Well, I'm just excited to see the baby seat on the back of the flat track bike there and you you're hauling go. ass around the corners. I'm excited. You might have to watch her in the pits for me. Oh, I'm in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me and babies, we get along well. They may scream the whole time, but there you I'm go. used to that. No, I've had two. My baby days are over, so I'm always excited when there are yes. other people's What's funny is around. they raised him, though. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right, probably. I was so young when I had him. Yeah. Well, good on you. Thanks for stopping Thank saying you. hi. Congrats. Thank you, guys. Thank you, you. I appreciate Rode it. Rode a motorcycle, gave birth seven days ago, brought the seven-year-old as well, seven-day-old as well. Yep. Jeez, you're rocking it. Thank you. I feel good. To be admired. Thank you, thank you. So if anybody wants to follow you, uh, what's your Instagram handle, Facebook, anything like that that you want to promote? Uh, Instagram is Candy1200. Awesome. Uh, Facebook, I don't really get on anymore. Me yeah. neither. Stay away from that, that stuff. Exactly. It's toxic. <laughs> well, it is. Above all, tell us what you think of the book you just bought. I'm super excited to read it. American Road Run. You always read a review. Yes. I'm always pimping out my review. Hey, feel free to leave a review. <laughs> An honest I will review. for sure. I will. You I've got five on. weeks off from work, so I'll make sure I read it. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Good on you. Thanks Thank again, you. Candace. Thank you. As usual, we got motorcycles blaring by. We don't like to put exhaust on it. 
You know what that is? I think that's an old BT Honda 700. I, I got one of those in the backyard. I see that bike a lot, and I like seeing it every time. Yeah, he's got to put in a ratchet frame, too. Good for him. Keep it simple, stupid. K-I-S-S. Kyle! Good to see you, Kyle. What's up, Bob? Ah, good to have you on. So I'm actually really excited. Kyle happens to be a friend we met through our buddy Reed, Max Speed Cycles. Mm -hmm. And Kyle is one of those young, inventive tops who built a nice skateboard holder for your Sportster. Yeah, I'm always building stuff for my bike. I do do that. It makes me feel better if I did it myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the answer is mother of invention the necessity of it uh tell me about tell me about it your skateboard holder skateboard holder i don't know i just wanted something that uh i don't always like to have my board on my bike but i try to keep those things one or the other but yeah. if i ever need to have my board i got a way to put it on there and it works really good adjusting my mic real fast there you go feels pretty and, cool. Yeah, but it locks on there, doesn't it? It locks with a vice grip. Right, okay. So vice grip, uh, there's a mount on the starter. Right. On the left side, on the starter, little channel right there. And uh, I, I just welded up something with a angle iron and stuff like that. And then the board straddles back and the vice grip pinches the tail so it can't go nowhere. Nice, nice. It's really cool. I'm, I like the way it looks. Yeah, well, and it feels good, too. I'm sure you know your board's secure. It was just an idea. I hadn't seen anyone do that. And I, I just tried it out, and it came together, and it, it works. I like it. It's yeah, an awesome yeah. idea. I haven't seen it myself, but, you know, I always joke around with whenever people come on the podcast and they talk about breaking down or running out of gas. I'm like, oh, well, what about your spare tire? You know, if you get a blowout, just <laughs> put that spare tire on. Well, that's, that's basically that'll be my what next you thing. got. That'll be my next thing. I got a spare tire. It's just a skateboard. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So <laughs> if you ever break down, you got I your skateboard it. there. That's the backup plan. Always got to have a backup plan. Yeah, it's a good pretty one. good one. You just built a new um, sissy bar too, right? You saw that. I saw that, yeah. I did. I'm super happy on it. I was a little impressed. It, thanks. It, um, it came out really good. Another thing where I just went like just tried to do it and it just it came out <laughs> came out right and i'm happy about that one too good for you well <laughs> and you're uh you have a bit of youth to you yeah how old are you 16 17 i can i uh, know i <laughs> might look that old but i'm 31 31 so, rocking it out mm -hmm. good on you kyle still got a lot of time in front of you yeah. a lot of time to invent new things you know when the uh the hover cycle comes out we're gonna have to figure out something oh, I'll be uh, looking at that. <laughs> Sounds cool. Put your hoverboard with the, the hover cycle on a mount. That'll be a good one. Heck yeah. Kyle, mm -hmm. thanks for stopping by, sir. Heck yeah. That was pretty harmless. Harmless. Kyle didn't want to go on good the podcast. Oh, but I was a little nervous. <laughs> like, this this mic setup is pretty cool looking. <laughs> Looks yeah. really good. Yeah, we got it all legged off of the old it's like uh, big Bill spider here. on the table. Exactly. Yeah, listening to you. Exactly. Mike's going all over this poor Necessity is the mother of invention. So hey, that's why we got the, the spider mount for our uh Hey, our man, brother. That's yeah. good shit. Thanks again, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Bob. Awesome, man. That was fun. We've got faces for podcasting. Is that what you're saying, Becky? <laughs> yes, most definitely. Fa faces for podcasting. We're real excited. We got one Miss Becky Tarts on with us right about now. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Enjoying the show? 
Always. It's you know, I don't listen to any podcasts, but oh. I listen to yours. Like I You know, you mentioned nope. that the other day. That's yes. really exciting. What's yep. that gonna, about? I'm gonna stop you right there. You can't touch the mic, all right? Oh, is is she making noise on the mic? I didn't. Tracy's going, uh oh. oh, is it making noise? Oh, it's I didn't touch, touch it. No, it's okay. It, it's the slightest little vibrations will yeah, will make it. Okay. Sorry about that. All right. You know, the first, I hit the last person who did that, so you're good. <laughs> All right. I'll hit ahead. you back. So, so, <laughs> so no podcast, but you listen to this one. I do. I listen to this one. Wow, that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Have you? Do you have a favorite episode you heard? Um. Well, I've, I've listened to like the. Well, I told you I, I listened to all of them that day. Oh, and, cool. And that was not up yet. Yeah, yeah. And then, but it was the the one. Oh, well, of course, the A's are always fun. The A's are yeah. always fun. Yeah, we just had one Miss Autumn on earlier, so that was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Okay, enough about me. Let's talk about you. <laughs> the goodness of Becky Tarks. The goodness. What the do you goodness want? of. You enjoy riding a little bit, similar I, to myself. Yeah. What do you ride? I ride a 2018 classic heritage soft tail. Nice. And it is beautiful. Because uh, you had a little issue with your Sportster a while back. I did. I, I loved my Sportster. 2014, 1200 Sportster, custom, beautiful, beautiful bike. We traveled over 70,000 miles together in nice. almost four years. Then it blew up in the middle of Texas on you. Yeah, well, it was my own fault. And I miss it. So I sigh every time. But it's all right because really my Sportster wasn't designed to be putting on the kind of miles I want to do. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't set up, though. Yeah. That you look good on You look comfortable. You look good yeah. on it like you were having a good time. I loved it. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, from I'm Heritage gonna, is wonderful. Having I'm, a good time with that. I, I might share a bit more of that story. Uh, you were in, uh, what part of Texas were you in again? Okay, so, well, I was, so what started it is my first cross-country ride. Uh-huh. And I went from here to Charlotte, North Carolina for my niece's graduation. Right, right. And I decided this like a week before her graduation. So I told my boss, I'm like, look, um, I could fly, but the flights are really expensive. So a less expensive way is for me to, and more exciting is for me to ride my motorcycle cross country. Jump on a scoot and hit the road. So I left Tuesday and I, all I kept saying was I got to be there by Friday at four, which was the graduation. (laughs) So I had two and a half days to make to Charlotte and I'd never gone cross country before. So uh, it was uh, an experience. I had a great time. Ran through rain pretty much the entire time on the 40 until like the Arkansas border. Yeah. Arkansas Tennessee border, I think it was. And it stopped raining finally. And um, made it to the graduation. Dropped down to Atlanta for uh, the International Female Ride Day in Atlanta last year. That's right. That's yeah, right. Got to hang out with my. Uh, Beautiful biker friends and black girls ride friends. Yeah. And then I was on a quest to get 24 states. So I, I up to that point when I left, I'd only had like 14, I think. And so I needed or 15. So I needed nine more states. Nice. So I picked up those by going down to Florida, and then across to well, my last state was Louisiana. Got to my 24 states. So nice. half. 
half the the continental United States on so, a motorcycle. Yeah, what was the that was the idea? You wanted to yep. hit half of them. Okay, yeah, little well, personal so far, challenge. It was, it was a starting starting goal. Very cool. Very I needed cool. that uh, for my have iron will travel patch. Right. Okay. Okay. Have iron will travel. Facebook group. Fun. So then you were coming back and you, uh, you ended up uh, blowing up the motorcycle in what town was that? No, I okay, so I laid it down. Oh, you laid it down. Outside of New Orleans. Right. I was all victorious, but I freaked myself out on a dark road in the back roads of New Orleans. Right. Or, uh, that's Louisiana, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but the bike, like, we went sliding 20, 20 foot down the road because I didn't slow down enough for a turn. Um, but it started up right away, no problem. I just, I couldn't, uh, my, uh, my engine guard had gotten where it messed up, um, my shift, my shift down my foot. What is that? Shift lever at the yeah, bottom? Yeah, shift right. lever, yeah. And, uh, so I had to have it towed to Baton Rouge. Right. And I get to Baton Rouge and, uh, they get me out, out the door. The, the dealership there was awesome. Got me up and running by five o'clock the next day. Yeah, I was putting down the road 500 miles later and outside of where's the the Alamo? Yeah, San Antonio, right? San Antonio. Yeah. San so Antonio, Texas. Outside of San Antonio, Texas. What was your favorite place along the way on that trip? You know, I was just trying to get there and get back. You didn't even like look. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you know that. <laughs> That's the problem, you know, when, when you're going quickly across the country. Yeah. You don't really have time to stop and enjoy anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that could be a downfall. You know, uh, so the my favorite part was when I saw my niece with her um, her graduation, uh, the little board that they have to wear, right? Oh, that's And they cool. all decorate them. And uh, she said, "Thank, thanks, Unc." And and uh, that's my husband. Oh. <laughs> and, and he passed away right before I bought my Sportster. He passed away in February of 2014. Mm. And so to be there in his place and see her walk across to get her nursing certificate was awesome. So that was my my most favorite. That's good. View. Yeah. That makes yeah. it all worth that it. road. Yeah. <laughs> Good reason to hit the open road. Absolutely. Oh, that's good. Look at you. So, that's, that's happy stuff. Good for you. <laughs> My first cross-country ride. Yeah, yeah. I made it to the other side, and I made it halfway home. Halfway home. <laughs> well, and I, I'm going to cheer it up just just for a second. Uh, and that was a funny part. I remember you. I don't know if you texted me or called me. And I said, Ozona, where are Texas. You, you said, I'm in Ozona. I go, okay, here's what you do. Walk down the road, hit yes. up this great little Mexican place called Pepe's. Yes. Have some freaking lunch and you'll get your head straight. And then she, I think you messaged me back going, wow, this, how'd you know this choice. place was here? I, I might've been through there a few times. So <laughs> yeah, Ozona, Texas. I think kinda... you, you specified that it was because another Harley person you knew had broke down. In Ozona. Yeah, yeah. But I've stopped at Pippa's a few times. That's a nice, <laughs> that's a nice little, I like their little uh, built-in uh, patio that they got there. You can sit on and yeah, enjoy. Yeah. And it's all air-conditioned, which is very important in somewhere like Ozona, <laughs> Texas. Middle of nowhere. Yeah, but uh, Dale kicked ass and he jumped did. in his truck. And, and brought me and my bike home. Yeah, drove all the way to Ozona, Texas to bring you yeah. and your bike home. Oh. What a great trip. 
Great was awesome. story. I was so proud of you. That was pretty good. So, got the new scoot. I did. Got some fancy uh, pinstrapping. One Mr. Al Geezy put on there for you. Yes, Our good friend sir. Al. Boy, that guy does some good paint work. Looks really good. And uh, right about now, uh, you've been busy uh, doing some other good things. Just riding my motorcycle. That's what I do. I just ride my. You just did a ride one can a day with your dude, right? Or you did a. Oh, in October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. my uh, my 14 year old Four, son yeah, is a, right. an official Iron Butt Association okay. member holder. IBA 1000, right? Yeah. What is the Iron Butt for people who don't know? Oh yeah, well there's a few different ways to do it, but the answer is I think the Iron Butt Association, the IBA, they've been doing it longer than others. And uh, they've got a few good challenges you can put under your belt. And I know every other year they do a pretty treacherous cross country as well. And for them, it's all points. How much can you ride and get X amount of points for where you've ridden, uh, different things like that. Is um, it similar to like ride 1K in a day or? Yeah, only on crack and older. Oh. <laughs> I would say, you know what? I would say the IBA is like the Facebook if Ride 1K in a day was Instagram. That's the difference. Okay. Yeah. That's so a good comparison. IBA has been around a long time. Those guys do a lot of exciting, good things, and they really get people out there to do the miles. And your son happens to be an IBA 1000 Yeah, he's a saddle sore. Yeah, that's pretty saddle good. Saddle sore holder. Yeah, that's um, a pretty good Actually, one. you can do the, the Ride One K in a day and the saddle sore together, because yeah, it requires that's true. basically the same paperwork. Oh, okay. uh, that's what I did. Um, Curtis was awesome. Yeah, Curtis is awesome Curtis like that. Awesome. Mr. Curtis Morgan. You hear that? We're telling you, you're awesome. <laughs> you're That's super good. awesome. And, um, yeah, so you can do both of them together. But with the with, uh, IBA, then you have, like, other rides to do as well. Okay. Right. So that's where the difference is. It's, like, on steroids. Basically. On steroids, yeah. yeah Different they types of riders. <laughs> they do good stuff. Well, you're out here today uh, volunteering in the abate booth. Yeah, for yeah. local uh, 27. Nice. You got I, the shirt on. I you were hanging out over in our bait booth. This morning, yeah. I got, got a, did some promos, handed out flyers for people. Very Hopefully cool. to come to the ride next weekend. The, yeah, uh, Bear Necessities run. It's going to be an exciting one. Don't forget your underwear. Don't forget to bring <laughs> clean, unused oh, yeah, underwear. Yeah. Lots of thongs. <laughs> That's our running joke, is bring thongs. Exactly, apparently. Kelsey's got 17. a lot of them. 17 different pairs. <laughs> That's great. Well, Becky, we appreciate all you do. Thank you for but having so, me. But more so, you know, I really am a big fan of the way you ride. And I think it's great. You can just jump on a scoot, hit the open road, not worry about anything else. Whether you're riding around with other people or not, uh, you know, good on you. You're having a good time. Yeah, I look forward to coming on again and yeah telling about how you morally supported me oh yeah there's many trips along the way <laughs> yep the road goes on forever and the party never ends yeah thanks becky thank you awesome just to make sure we got the day as exciting as human fuckingly possible one Miss Connie's on with us. Hi, Connie. Hi, Bob. <laughs> My dear friend Connie. Are we excited? <laughs> Connie happens to uh, host my favorite podcast called Girl on a Moto. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I know, it's Thanks always for being weird, here. right? Do you feel that way where you're like, well, I'm a host, but then you're a host. 
who's right. the co-host yeah. here. Maybe on some episodes you're the co-host. And yeah. Maybe some, you know, sometimes I let Bila take the lead, so then maybe she's the host on that episode. I, I think we're going to have to term, Is we're going like to have to come up with a new term, like, instead of provost president, we're going to be pro-host. Hello, I am the pro host. This is Brian, the pro host. Like you're doing it absolutely equal together. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet, but I know we got a whole new set of terms we get to put together for podcasting. Yeah. Because none of the radio terms, none of the TV terms work. Although you do very well on TV. Me, not so much. I've got a face for podcasting, but <laughs> I, you know. I have been on TV before. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm sure people know that though. So. Yeah. <laughs> Seems appropriate. Sorry, I missed it. Oh, it's on reruns all the time. That's when I know that it's on reruns because I get texts what? like, is this you on... What were you doing? Were you doing commercials or something? I or? was actually on an episode of Botched. It's on the E! Network. Okay. It's a pretty popular show. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the doctors is like the doctor from The Real Housewives. Uh-huh. So he was my doctor. And okay. I had surgery on the show. And wow. So you're in yeah. a hospital gown, half naked. Yeah, they actually had to blur some stuff out, but like they put a leech on my nip. <laughs> I know wow. that sounds crazy. Wow. I think you guys are getting a really more exciting story than That's you thought right. you were going to get. Welcome to the American Roadrunner yeah, Podcast. Nothing to do with motorcycles. That's but. great. So, you know, that show, you have to be botched, quote-unquote. Yeah, so, so... So what's the issue then? I mean, you um, look fine. You look Yeah, great. well, every, everyone said that. They'll be like, but you're fine. I'm like, well, you guys aren't seeing me naked. But um, <laughs> when I was, like, 21 years old, I bartended at a strip club. And I actually come from, like, a fa- all my family, the women are, like, really big-breasted. But I wasn't. I remember being like teased in high school and a girl was like, oh, there she goes, part of the itty bitty titty committee. Wow. And so working around a bunch of strippers, mind you, I wasn't a stripper, I was the bartender, but like I was like, well, I'm going to get a boob job. I wanted one. But my mom at the time was battling breast cancer. So she definitely like advocated against it, but nobody listens to their parents especially when you're 21 years old and you think you know everything. So I did it and then like pretty soon after, like I noticed like something just not right with the right side. And then as time went on, it just got worse and worse. And I went to the doctors, did ultrasounds, did all all the things. And they're like, basically we can't tell you what's wrong. We see what you're seeing, but until we get in there and like actually take it out, we can't tell you what's wrong. But we cannot put something back in because that's cosmetic surgery and not, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I just kind of like stayed in this gray area until I one day was like watching TV before a soccer game and I saw this show botch and I was like, oh, what's this? And because a guilty pleasure of mine used to be like the Real Housewives. And so I was like, that's charity, bro. And then I figured out what the show was and I said, fuck it. And I wrote them and and they picked me. They wrote me, emailed me back that night and it just kind of went on from there to where it was like, they took over our lives for a little bit. Sure. You know, my husband and the kids and, and everything. And all of it was the surgery, everything on camera. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Now, was your riding career and riding motorcycles? I wasn't riding. Was no, I didn't ride camera? motorcycles oh. then. At it, all, yeah. yeah. I feel like it would have been, yeah, I would have def. I think they would have incorporated it too. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, those e-network and all yeah. that shit. They always try to you gotta like. Gotta find an angle. Yeah, they would have found an angle, but I didn't ride motorcycles then. So. Yeah. Now, given that uh, you do a lot of podcasting, so I had started doing a lot of podcasting, as I like to do a lot more writing, are you going to start doing some writing? Um, I've always, like, 
I truly have always wanted to do that. When I was a lot younger, when I first even met my husband, I, I you look at me like a lot younger, but everyone's yeah, like, you're, you're pretty not, young. Yeah, but, you're yeah. not old. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I wanted to write my own children's books and do my own illustrations because I like to draw, and that was kind of something I really liked doing, and I do my own little shit. But then you just like, and it sucks, and I hate that this happens to like so many people. It happens to all of us where you have these things that you loved doing that were for yourself, like writing or yeah. drawing. Yeah. And then you get a real job, and then you get a family and kids, and then like slowly but surely that time for those things just like disappears. Yeah. So, I'm, but my kids are getting a little bit older now. Oh, my yeah. youngest just turned six. So, I think maybe if I did want to write, I don't know that it would be like motorcycle related. I think it would be like, I'm a big fan. Like, my reading style that I like is um, yeah, like domestic fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where it's yeah. like housewife bullshit right. or like <laughs> the husband cheats on the wife. I, you know, just that drama. Smut. Like, you yeah. like smut. It's not smut. <laughs> it, you know. Hey, it's I don't better know. than stepbrother romance. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like, okay, I, we'll I don't know if your listeners are familiar with the show, like Big Little Lies, but um, that was actually a book first. And the girl that I can't like remember her name. I'm the, I'm really bad with authors' names. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, Emily Giffen is one of my favorite authors. The style of writing that she writes okay. that's like okay. one of my things. But the girl who did Big Little Lies, which was like a fucking big hit HBO show. She wrote books. She writes books, and her stories are books before they become these awesome shows. But it's yeah, it's drama filled. It's still got the girly vibe. I still need that like girly yeah. bullshit. I feel you. I get it. Girly but not pink. Well, if you do write, do you have a pen name in mind that like you know you would go by so people don't know your real name? Uh, you got to think of that first. No. No. It, it, it can't be like Round a porno name. It's got to be like a pen name. Yeah. What, what's like an uh, an example of a pen name though? Um, you know what? Most pen names, at least the trend now. So is like, Brian has a pen name for me. Let's hear it, Brian. <laughs> His pen name is Mob Barshall. Mob Marshall. <laughs> Mob Barshall. Oh, oh God, I got it. <laughs> but no, no, not pen, very creative. But you're names, supposed to. It's it's usually like the two like two initials and then like a last name. So like if it was my pen name, I'd be like H K Phillipson the third. Oh, okay. You know, so like or the like H.K. J- Rowling's thing? Yes, yeah. exactly. J.K. Rowling. Yeah, there's a few out there that, yeah, it's like two initials and then a last name. Yeah, it works. Keeps it easy. That way it's so really just like the last CM name. like CMD Bartola. Like Ooh, yeah. that sounds great. Yeah, everyone would know you as D. Bartola, you know, yeah. really. That'd be a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good way to get it out. Although you do some drawing as well, don't you? I still draw a lot yeah. and I still paint. Um, I started getting, I really used to love like oil on canvas, but I'm really impatient. Like patience is not one of my virtues. Mm -hmm. So um, I I started dabbling with acrylics just because it dries faster and then I can like move on to the next and not worry about it like smudging and yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But still like I, I don't, I don't get to do that stuff as much as I would like to. I mean, even with podcasting, I'm sure you guys have learned that. It's and you have a schedule and you have a schedule and then whoever you want to have on has a schedule and to get all of those three things to line up perfectly is really fucking hard. So I think you have to if you love something you you if you really love it you do cut the time out for it. Otherwise, you know it slips through the the cracks. We are we are in a lucky place. I mean I you know I came from the world of rock and roll bands so I view it as a band absolutely. Tracy's a drummer, 
over there uh, editing. Brian's like the ba the annoying bass player that sings all the you know, time. No, honestly, I have a lot of voices, so we don't have many guests. I just like do two or three voices and act like That's different awesome. people. I yeah. have conversations we, with myself. That's yeah. how we do it. A lot of radio guys really <laughs> truly used to do that back in the day. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Hello, I will be your guest. Yeah. Instrumental-wise, though, you could just always give them more cowbell. I don't know. <laughs> Amen, sister. Well said. You know, I meant to tell you that one time you came over and we did that podcast on your show, you left that, you left that piece oh, of foam, foam and I still have it. And I, yeah. it's not like you're at my house often. Beula, but Beula, all, all the girlfriends Beula are jealous. noticed it right away. She's like, oh, yeah. um, where's, where's the, the foam piece? piece? Yeah. I need like to find a way to get I'm, I'm not being podcast. very good at I need to get it back to you regardless. I'm sure you're missing it. Well, I'm going to see you tomorrow, Bob. Yeah, I could it do it. I could bring it, yeah. Because <laughs> all the girls are asking, where'd this piece of foam come from? I think this piece of foam came from another woman. <laughs> I had some explaining to do. And I, you know, right. It's just square, though, so yeah. it's not very... It just goes over, like, our little yeah, equipment case, yeah. but... Your equipment case is pretty bitching. But you'll notice it. I know, no, your guys' stuff is super legit. It's kind of big. The crate. the crate thing came in super handy. <laughs> that looks like a spider sitting Tips on the table. Tips from the pros. What's the bell for, though? Ah, uh, yes. I just noticed that. <laughs> so anytime, anytime you want to ring a bell... Or say, like, fuck. That's right. No, no, no. It's oh. whenever somebody says something that can be misconstrued as something sexual, like a. Oh, I used to do that all the it's, time. It's kind of like exactly. instead of saying and that's what she said. Yeah. You know, we just ring the bell. Where is the bell? It's right up here. Oh, that's there nice. Yeah, I, I used to do that all the time to the point where my husband would like, be like, "You're really flirty on that last episode," and I'd be like, <laughs> "What the fuck are you? What are you talking about?" <laughs> and then I, you know, and then I listened back through, and I was like, "Well, yeah, I could see how that could come off as sexual, but." Yeah, you gotta have fun with it. Hey, by the way, nice shirt. <laughs> you gotta have fun with it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. We could be really annoying. <laughs> and that's tired of hearing the bell. Stop ringing that damn bell. Yeah, my shirt. Nice is, shirt. Is by Bow Monster. Yeah, that's Same a good one. Same artwork as your book. He's yeah. Freaking, like all of his stuff is so fucking rad. Is it? And I'm, his wife and him do it. Like that's his wife, right? Oh yeah, Debbie. I'm like sorry, the, Mrs. Bow Monster. Yeah. Like it's nice to see like that teamwork. You oh know? yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of good fun. But I got that. I view that uh, artwork uh, every morning. As soon as I wake up and open my eyes, that's what's sitting on my wall next to my bed. Yeah, actually, someone was like, is that somebody fucking on the bike? And I was like, um, well, no, it's no, just, it's just a girl in their bathing suit. And he goes, oh, I thought there was somebody else there. <laughs> we see what we want to see. I guess, I guess. Apparently. Yeah, true. But yeah, Apparently. It's like people hear what they want to hear, too. It's like selective hearing, kind of like peripheral vision or selective memory. It's selective hearing, too. Yeah, Men exactly. tend to have that more than women, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we're a bunch of pigs. That's just how it works. That's why we enjoy your podcast more than most. Yeah. Any flat track racing in the future? No. I Well, I just had knee surgery. So oh, it's like shit. I forgot. Very, yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm lucky that I got to ride my motorcycle here today. Yeah, you're and looking I good. I thought there was going to be flat tracking to watch here today, but I guess not. No, no flat track here? I thought there was, aren't they? I don't no. think so. What? No, Did I, I miss? I was looking forward to hitting that up later. I don't think it's going on. Yeah. Well, shit. That's yeah. a big pile of crap. <laughs> How did I miss that? I thought for sure they were flat. Did something get canceled? I or? think something got, uh, yeah. How do you like tell 50 flat trackers, no thanks, see you later, bye? Well, I don't think that's what it was. I think the 50 flat trackers just didn't show up. Or oh, something. crap. I want to show. I got my scoot. I'm ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> Put me in. Yeah, yeah. Throw me in, coach. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That'd be great, man. I got a scoot, although I don't have my 
I don't You'd know be about fine. Those. You're not here to uh, see you against you. Yeah, so. pretty much. Would I'd you get? Win. I wonder though. Would you get like first, second, and third place trophies, or they, would that be greedy? They'd probably refer to you as the master baiter. They they melt all the trophies. Nobody down rang and the bell for that. Yeah. <laughs> I like. He rang the bell for put me in, but not for the masturbator. <laughs> we got Connie to that's, say masturbator. That's too, that's, that's, that's too much. Yeah, it's a good time, though. <laughs> We're having a good time. Girl on a Moto podcast. Yep, I'm not going to lie. I I think you can find my show almost everywhere you can find your show. Yeah, We're catching same. up. Yeah, it's weird. I guess you kind of like, and that maybe makes me bad. Buell is very good at making sure it's so easy for anybody possible to find our show so like on our website or on spotify itunes soundcloud all that yeah, shit yeah. i tend to have a lot of problems with soundcloud though yeah i haven't tapped into no. that one yet uh I've been, is I, like, I just did cast box yeah and i've been yeah. paying them money though so i'm gonna oh they're your main so i've been using podbean yeah that's been rocking pretty well, uh, well like, that's the main SoundCloud, they only let you ha- like continuously have so many hours you know right right unless you pay for like this unlimited Premium, bullshit yeah. which yeah. i do pay for but then now like when i go to upload it'll say like oh there's an issue with soundcloud so it's like well what the fuck am i playing soundcloud for if there's gonna be issues if there's I gonna, need to, yeah. that reminds me like i'm just like losing money left and right because i just forget shit <laughs> it's important i mean like, I'm like i both have netflix or we both have prime like there's money oh, being yeah. lost here it's one more thing. I suspect, though, in 10 years, everyone will have their own podcast. Or maybe it was we'll like have. blogs, right? Like, everyone yeah, exactly. had blogs. Thank except you. for, like, again, I don't have any patience. So I'm not going to sit there and read your, like, mini novels, but I will listen to shit. If you're not, you're not going to read my novel? Oh, well, your book is oh. different. Oh, okay. It's like a you're real so sweet. book, which yeah. I appreciate <laughs> you putting into a real book instead of just being like, here it is online. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's as uh, published as published can get. Yeah. I've been having a lot of fun with it, that's for sure. Well, remember, we have, like, a joke because I feel like everyone on their Instagram, their little bio is, like, you got to fluff yourself up there, and it's, like, writer. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's like, oh, I'm a writer, I'm a published model, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what the? No, you have a blog that doesn't make you a writer. Oh, like, the, new, the new thing can is... Can I buy your book at Barnes & Noble? Then no. <laughs> no, the new thing is people that have their own, like, TikTok, they think they're actors. So they'll do, like, little 20-second oh, okay. clips where they, like, they talk over, like, some movie scene, and then they say they're actors. Are you fucking nice. serious? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay. They put that on the resume. Well, I well, do. Well, so then when I, like, I, I had a little rant, and I do it, I've, I've been a lot better. I've really tried to get, like, calm, like, my rants down, or just say I'm at home and leave it at that, but I remember being like, since when does everybody a fucking writer? Like, last time I checked, <laughs> right. like, and then Bob's like, well, I, I am, and I was well, like, I am. Bob, this wasn't ba- about you. Like, That's right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what it is. It's the American Idol effect, okay? So... You have a show like American Idol, and um, everybody thinks they can sing. So yeah. that's why everybody oh, goes on yeah. American Idol, and they're like, I'm going to be the next American Idol. I'm going to be the next star. And then they step up to the mic, and they sound like shit. But they don't know that. Well, everybody can write. You know, yeah. everybody's been through elementary school, so everybody thinks they're a writer. Yeah. And it's only when they actually do it and then give it to somebody that somebody's like, 
Uh, no. No, you are not a Yeah, writer. and so that's where, like, do you think, okay, well, clearly these people don't have good friends because, like, they've just been supported by their family and yep. friends saying, like, you're amazing. Yeah. You're so great. And that's, like, I mean, it boils down to, like, participation ribbons. Like, it's another thing, like, yeah. making everybody think they're awesome when yep. they're fucking not. Oh, everybody gets a We don't do that at my workshop. Yeah. Like, there's been a lot of people who've come in and they wanted that pat on the back, and we've been, like... No, right. no, no, no. You you keep on shifting verb tense and look, you you did this wrong, you did that wrong, and, and then they never come back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's one thing. Like I, one of my favorite writers is like Hunter S. Thompson. The Gonzo style, it's a very different style, and but you have to like you know. No periods, no commas, being no Being an eccentric writer is pretty it. hard to do. Oh yeah. And there's a difference between that and just being a shitty writer. Yep. So you gotta know the rules to break them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still learning the rules, so I still haven't figured out which ones to break or not to break. But learning but to write was a lot of, the day, of fun. It's the kind of the same thing too. If it makes you happy. Fuck it. It's the same thing with art. Some people yeah. can look at an art piece and say that looks like a fucking blob of paint and yep. don't see it. And other people can look at it and see something beautiful. So it's kind of every, uh, it always is like yeah. to each your own oh, yeah. there's, there's a big difference between an author and an award winning New York Times bestseller yeah. author, of which I am not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? See, and like those authors that author I was telling you about, like uh, most of the books that I like reading, they're New York Times bestseller. And so that, and like. Agreed. You know, I read the synopsis and then I'm like, okay, you know, this yeah. is, this is for me. There's a lot of stuff out there that I would call literary graffiti. If if you go on like okay. Amazon, sometimes you'll find a lot of 99 cent books, mm -hmm. and you download it and you see why people are basically giving it away. You read two paragraphs and you find three grammar errors, and you're just like, uh, no, I can throw this away. I I lost 99 cents, whatever. And it's it's all of that garbage out there that you know we we have to be better writers so that we can like you know yeah you'll only find you'll only find two grammar errors in the first two paragraphs of American Roadrunner so we're in yeah that and both of them were you misspelled your name that's right <laughs> <laughs> right and I put the semicolon in the it's wrong mob place mob Barshall <laughs> mob Barshall I, I think that um, too like slang is different that's where you can like you know yeah overlook. I do have a bit of different slang yeah in my slang book. is like okay well. That's a gray area. Well, even slang, it's a hard you got to do it right. You got to put the commas in right. I think a lot of people do this kind of like um, this uh, this free thought, uh, you know. Run on like, sentence. Yeah, it's run on sentence because that's what's in their head. It's just like blah, 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 blah. Yep. And it's the same thing with people when they just like hearing themselves talk too. It's just like on and on and on. Yeah, and just no filter. Just yeah. Good. Yeah. Like how we do a podcast. Oh, sorry. That's not what we're talking about. Oh, we're not talking about ourselves. Yeah, no, that's... Well, podcasts are the same thing, but it's... You don't have to listen to it if you don't like it. Right. That's true. That's, we're pretty fortunate, though. You don't have to buy the book, or I guess if you buy the book and you don't like it, though, that's kind of shitty. I'll but. give you a full refund. I promise. <laughs> I don't mind. I totally get it. Or feel free to burn it in the middle of nowhere if you need a lot of fire. I don't... Is there a place for someone to, like, leave a review on your book, though? Oh, yeah. Amazon. On Amazon. Yeah, on okay. Amazon. Yeah, and that's yeah. always a big one that I look out for. I, I enjoy I the Amazon reviews. I forget I, about that. Like, I think, and that just shows that, like, Beulah and I do our podcast because we genuinely enjoy it. Uh, we hope people like it, but we like it, and we like doing it. We stopped, like, reminding people to review it and leave us a comment or, right. you know, leave us a review. We stopped, or follow, we stopped doing that, like, fucking four or five episodes in. Right. But you really, you really should do it. Like, if you like someone's content it, yeah. and you really appreciate it or you enjoy it, 
then it's like do them a solid and it takes simply like a couple minutes to write hey i think this podcast is rad and fucking right on this yeah and the same thing like a, a book especially when it's like someone doing it like out of their own pocket and it's not like the fucking man you know yeah this is all my own pocket take, on my take book, the time to like write a review yeah yeah, yeah it means podcast, a lot to, same way. to us artists to to you know have that verification that somebody looked at it considered it and even you know what even if it's something bad i i'd still say thank you like you know well, what well yeah cuz you learn from it too oh, absolutely you know? and it's absolutely. really hard to not offend people these days too so i mean it could you could be a valid thing where you take away from it or just something that you're conscious of now because you know at the end of the day you're not really trying to offend yeah. people but it's so fucking easy to do so well, i think you everybody's know, a critic and i think it, it people uh, uh, they think that if they're going to be a critic, it means that you have to be critical. Like, you always have to say something negative. So that's what you see a lot of times. Like, if you go on YouTube and you look at movie critics, yeah. a lot of these these guys just put up a, a video and they're just blasting something. Like, oh, there's plot holes there and blah, 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 and just talking shit about it. And it's because they don't realize that, hey, you need to approve of the good stuff. You can't just like yeah. only post rants about. Yeah, about I think the rants. best way yeah. for people to realize, like, and it, it was, it's funny because I've actually, like, I've gone to therapy before. I, you know, everybody needs that mental break, but Amen. my therapist was like, you know, we actually show adults the movie. Um, uh, why am I drawing a blank right now? Inside Out, the Disney movie Inside Out, which okay. is about feelings, yeah. emotions, all of that. And if you watch that movie you wouldn't know what joy is if you didn't know what sadness was and like the, that's like you don't there's good and bad and there's always gonna be the two because that, that's the way the world goes yeah. and that's like my favorite back in the day I love the show The Facts of Life you take the good you take yes, the bad you right. take them both and there you have The Facts of Life like, that's, that's it right. yeah <laughs> nothing's gonna no one is perfect nothing's gonna be perfect no one's always gonna see it your way that's why I always just say like this is a podcast with mine and Beulah's thoughts and opinions it's not the know all be all so Yep. We're not trying to say our way is the, the right way and the only way. But I love that, especially, I mean, from a female point of view. We need more female riders. Excuse me, I get them mixed up. We need more female riders. I almost said writers. I got to be very careful being a rider and a writer. Well, I we think need- when I started riding, the female riding percentage was only like 14%. Yeah, so it's, gone it's gotten up, up even to like in the 23 last- or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so it's gone up within Pretty a couple years. Yeah. We're getting there. You're getting there. I'm just saying, y'all can birth babies, so you rock. Like you got my. I oh, think there's I, way. There's so many ladies before us, which is the exactly. Best part. Thank you. Yeah, thank so you, many thank ladies you. before us, but like, just gotta keep it alive. I'm glad you had a good ride out. Your uh, new Burt Reynolds scoot is treating you well. Yeah, Burt Reynolds is doing. We're doing really good together. That's good. I love him. That's Not, good. I, I miss Willie, but Burt Reynolds and I are are getting there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good. I do. No one wanted to ring the bell for that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, we do things. I was kind of sad thinking about Burt Reynolds and how he just passed away like I a know. year ago. I'm not going to It was really awesome, actually, on this freeway right here, the 215, they had a big digital billboard, and on the day he passed away, it had his picture, and it said, like, over and out, and his, you know, and I, I cried. Because oh. I had already planned that I was going to name my next bike Burt Reynolds, yeah. and then he passed away, and I was like, he fucking passed away before I could buy my bike. So, oh. but whatever. So it was an honor. Yeah, I have a friend here, and his Instagram handle is Burnt Reynolds. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, we're excited about the future of your podcast, future Thank of your you. riding career. 
I'm excited for you guys too. Oh Thanks. yeah, we're having Thank fun you. moving it around. Podnerds. Oh well, have you guys thought about do- doing the podcasters challenge then? Yeah, we uh, no, we up? really haven't. No, we haven't done it. This is the first time I've heard about, about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So we did it last year, the motorcycle podcasters challenge, and so it's a challenge between a lot of different motorcycle podcasts, and we were the. Last year we were the first girl female podcast and yep. we had the most writers sign up for our team. Look at Annette so, smiling. Yeah, Annette was I part of our team, Becky was part of our team. Big and time. we didn't win and it's more because it was like a and the, the, the rules have changed this year so we can get you guys the info but yeah. um it was like collecting letters like you know they do like the lotto where the letters would pop up so it's by you know random and you'd have to go to ride to a city take a picture in front of like the fire department or police department and for, you got points on these letters. They all had a different value. So you tried to go somewhere that had like the most fucking letters, right? Well, out here, we're going against people that have like boroughs and they were counting like, you know, <laughs> right, these right. fucking crazy cities little or towns. Cities. And it's like, how the fuck are we going to compete with that? Right. So they changed it up a little bit. But for us, I feel Beulah and I were just like, it was a win for us to be the first female, like only podcast and then have the most team mates, like the most women sign up for our team, opposed to any other podcast out there. So that was a win for us right away. But um, you guys should do it this year. I know creative writing is also in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna have to look into it. Our biggest problem is I don't own a scoot with a speedometer, so oh, yeah, I haven't that, figured you out. You have to have a speedometer. <laughs> I haven't figured so. out. I couldn't compete last year because of that. So, but you can get people to sign up for your team. Amen. But exactly. uh, Annette's already on our team, so I'm calling yeah, dibs I'm on Annette right now. Dibs on Annette. This happened Becky. last time. Basically, any of the uh, Inland Empire leaders, I'm calling dibs. Maybe on. we should just we're just gonna promote everybody over to your team. Let y'all rock <laughs> and have your. So if you're listening to this, feel free to look up Girl on a Moto. We're just join we're the just team. Gonna, we're gonna make our own like challenge club. Uh. No, we're gonna make our own male club, kind of like the leaders. We're we're gonna be the IE fellas or something. <laughs> nice. You know, to compete nice. with the leaders, uh, we're gonna sign yeah. up a whole lot of fellas for our motorcycle <laughs> podcast. That's right. Race the four corners of the IE in today. See who gets our <laughs> fastest. Race to the death. First one there wins. Oh God! First, first one there. Wins. That's the difference between men and women riders. Wait, Wait, is it the first one dead wins? Is that what? Yeah, there you go. You definitely win, win if you die I know, first. Right? Hey, this is men we're talking about. Doesn't that yeah. make sense? Well, that makes sense. That but makes it doesn't sense. Make sense so. Uh, thanks for being here, Connie. We thanks appreciate you. Thanks for having you. me. Yeah, I'll let you back go out. get a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty fast. And you know what? We're going to end it on that guest. So yeah. we're going to wrap things up here. Thank you so much for coming out, All Connie. Right. Bye, yeah. guys. Ah. From the Yahtzee. Hippie Killer. <laughs> the Hippie Killer Hoedown 2019. Yes. Peace out. Yeah, Be good people. Get out of there. <laughs> so, yes, that was Connie, Girl on a Moto. Just a big thanks to everyone listening. We've had a lot of fun being out here with our uh, monster booth and uh, all our cool banners, lots of books. Uh, I know personally I've had a lot of fun signing books and uh, getting the uh, stories out to the masses. Uh, if anyone is interested, of course, the book's always available online and all the regular places you get to buy books from. Brian, did you have a good time? I had a great time. And you know what? To anybody who did see us today at the Hippie Killer event, um, and this is your first podcast of ours that you were listening to, thank you so much for visiting. Amen. Check out our other podcasts. We have some other really good ones as well. Lots of episodes for you. And uh, check us out on Facebook, American Roadrunner, uh, thebook.com. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, check us Instagram. out on Instagram. Find us, you know, say hello and uh, share us. And you know what? Just. 
you know, go out there, ride, and be safe. Yep, rubber side down. We'll talk to you next time. All right, thank you. Be good people.